Hi, and welcome to the 13th gate. We're gatekeepers. I'm Amber. I'm Kat. I'm Noah. <laughs> they apparently Best. forgot who they were for a second. No, I just wanted to go last. Bella's here too, and so is Nala. So you and might. So is the random ghost that decided to try to throw my wrapper across the room. So, tonight's story. Ow! What the fuck are you doing on my foot? <laughs> we made it 10 seconds in tonight. <laughs> No, 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 don't take the wire. <laughs> I can't, y'all. Oh, this is the fastest downhill ever. All right. Actually, we made it a whole minute and ten seconds before it all went to hell. <laughs> I do apologize. Bella decided to trip Cat, take out a wire. Cat decided to get off the floor. It's a thing. So, oddly enough, Bella's, like, on the floor, like, below the table, chewing on a bone. Which... Oddly enough, is interesting sound effects for tonight's podcast because we're talking about one of our favorite topics. Num 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 nums. A cannibal. It's free. You're not wrong. Okay, I'm getting something free on Fortnite. Oh, um, this is kind of fitting though. I mean, so like, I guess unless you like cook a prostitute. I mean, I guess people are technically free meat. Well, if you kill her before you pay her, or technically even after, because you can take your money back at that point. Oh, refund. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is one of those that, weird... That is what I'm going to hell for, right there. Those comments. <laughs> I see it now. So, this is one of those weird topics that Amber and I have had conversations about several times about cooking people, and what they would taste like and what we would season them with and, like, just random things like that and, like, whatnot. So, this is a fitting topic. I, I guess I should probably add that it's not that unusual because I've actually smelt burnt people being a firefighter, so it's a horrible, horrible odor. However, Kat thinks cooking and burning are different. Well, yeah, I mean, any, any you, anything you burn is going to smell bad. However, with people, people, you know, I mean, you usually take off the skin, the body hair, and a lot of the fat of the animal before you cook it. I'm so, just saying, like, I'm not really sure how to fillet a person, but I'm pretty sure it's going to smell better than cooked hair and everything else. Which, right. by the way, is a horrible, horrible church smell. Don't ever, you don't want any part of it. Yeah. It's a smell that gets stuck in your nasal cavity and for whatever reason will come back at the most random time and scare the bejesus out of you. Because you will start looking around going, all right, anybody else know the cooking person? And That's then other like, people are like, what are you talking about? Because some people don't know what that is. And you're like, okay, I'm, I'm just losing it. Maybe I'm having a stroke. So I it's don't like know. the penny smell and the penny taste. Yeah, but way, way, way worse. But I mean, the penny smell and taste aren't that bad. Right. Anyway, so our, our icky human being of the week his name is Joel Metheny. Metheny? M-E-T-H-E-N-Y. Metheny? Metheny? Yeah, it sounds like a sweet cane. Like a, like, one of them, like, sugary stick things. Like. Yeah, but this is a person. This one's a person, so. Yeah, but it sounds like a company that would make those. Like, it's Maybe. Joel McCaney's peppermint sticks. Like, it just seemed like that's what it sounds like to me. Oh, there's, there's no K, so it's just methane but whatever. I mean, right, no, so like I really don't think that he, he he's going to make anything all that great. I mean, then again, uh, once I get to the part that we're talking about, like, he might. I don't know. might have been actually so Bella is looking something. Yeah, the boat. Oh, no, never mind. Stop looking your butt. So he was born hey! like... Oh, gross! <laughs> <laughs> She went foot. from licking her own her own paw to licking Amber's foot. <laughs> Ew, my sock with a sock on. Oh, okay. she went right up the center. What so is wrong with her? This jackass was born on March second, nineteen fifty-five, and he confessed to killing ten women in the Baltimore. Well, there's two men in there, but he confessed to killing ten women in the Baltimore area. Hmm. Do you think he was going for all women and just got confused? I, I, babe, I, I know what, okay. so I can't, I mean. All right, I'm yeah. sorry. I, 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 know the, I know the info. <laughs> it would be cheating if I answer that question. 
right away. So, okay. On December 19th, 1996, at 41 years old, he was charged with killing three women. He was said to prey on women with drug or alcohol issues. I'm going to tell you why. You're going to find out why. You like you, you like the taste of drugs. It's like salt and pepper. So... Just ignore that. That works too. Hold on. <laughs> I want to start at the beginning. So, yeah. Alright. So his story begins in 1994. Remember where you were in 1994? Mm. Elementary school. Yeah. So, homeboy was a truck driver at that time. And one night after he arrived home from working... My notes look like they're all fucked up. Oh, yeah. Okay, so he's working overtime. And he, he gets home from, like, all this work and whatever. He found out that his old lady, his wife, had taken everything, including his six-year-old son. And the bitch bounced. Is she might have reason? Well, the problem was that he had with that was, like, she was a crack, she was a crack addict. Oh, so all he cared for all he cared, the bitch could have left and taken everything. She just like should have left his son. I like, understand. Drop drop my kid off at mom my mom's and like bitch bounce like bye bitch bye. So but that didn't happen. She took the kid with her. Six months later, he found out she moved across town to look on the other side of town with some asshole that had her selling herself for drugs. They got busted for drugs, and his son got taken away from them for child abuse. Like, they, 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 you know, obviously, like, poor kid, drug in the house. God only knows what else they were doing to the poor kid. Well, because of his past criminal record, he had no chance to get in custody of his son. So instead, he gathered all his hatred, and he went out looking for his ex and her boyfriend. He heard a rumor that they were hanging out under a bridge with a couple of homeless guys getting high. Well, he went over to that bridge and he didn't find his ex or her husband. So he decided he was going to take out his anger on the two homeless men who had been asleep under the bridge on a mattress. He uh, he took an axe or a hatchet or whatever it was he took, something like along those lines, and he chopped the two men up and left them there on their mattress. That's not cannibalism. That's just leaving them for I blood. haven't gotten to that part yet, child. But we're supposed to become more cannibalism. We're gonna. Can we, let me get there. This is how it starts. Like, he, 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 yeah. So, the same night, he lured his first crack whore, as he called them, down underneath that same bridge and got her high, and he was trying to get info from her about his old lady and where she was. The woman claimed not to know who, who his old lady was, so he beat her, he raped her, and then he killed her. He put her body in some bushes and then lured a second woman, also on drugs, down yeah. there, and he did the yeah. same to her. So he lured another one down there, he did the same to her. He was about to put her in the bushes, too, with the other one, when he noticed an old black man who was down by the river fishing looking up at him. Oh. So, he grabbed a steel pipe that was laying around, ran down on the poor man, and, and this is a quote, laid his head wide open. Whoa. Who quoted that one? Metheny himself. Those were his words. Wow. So, Metheny put the two women and this poor man who was just trying to catch some fish and, like, have some relaxing time in the river, and he weighted them down with rocks. So fun, um, he then washed himself up in the river, cleaned the crime scene as much as he could, and he left. Two and a half weeks later, he was arrested for the murders of the two homeless men. He spent about 18 months in jail waiting to go to trial. The trial lasted a week, and he was acquitted due to lack of evidence. <laughs> so he got away with murder... Literally, like, got away with it. 
at this point, he went and got his job at the pallet company back. Like, he went and called his boss at the pallet company and that he was working at and got his job back and convinced his boss to let him stay in a trailer that was on the property. And, like, he was like, look, I'll play security. Like, I'll live here. I'll stay here. Like, I'll keep an eye on the place, make sure nobody tries to steal nothing, break in, whatever. His boss agreed to that and gave him keys to the front gate in the main building. So this, this pallet company was on, like, a dead-end road and was real isolated. <laughs> so Matheny lured two more women, who he called crack whores, to his trailer, and he killed them, butchered their bodies, he cut up their meat, and that's in quotes, and he put, them in tu- he put it in Tupperware bowls that he put in his freezer. He buried the rest of the remains in several shallow graves in a small patch of woods behind the company. And over the next couple weeks, he opened up a little pit beef stand. Open, like an open pit beef stand. Mm-hmm. He had real roast beef and pork sandwiches. Metheny stated, and I quote, The human body taste was very similar to pork. If you mix it together, no one can tell the difference. So this dude was taking roast beef and, like, roast pork, and he was mixing it in with this stuff, making sandwiches out of this stuff, and serving it to the people that worked at the company or anyone who, like, (laughs) drove up the road. Like, he was, like, definitely, definitely, like, serving it on to people, and they had no idea. Everything was going good for him, but then he ran out of his special meat. So, he decided to lure another woman to his trailer. He began to beat her and rip off her clothes. She was screaming like a banshee, but there was no one around to hear her. He, and now, and this is what he says. He said he was laughing at her. Like, he thought it was funny. Oh. That she was freaking out and screaming and, like, he mm-hmm. thought it was hilarious. However, when he turned away for just a second, she was still, like, she still had had it in her to run out the, out the door. And before he could catch her, she scaled a large pa- stack of pallets and over an eight-foot barbed wire-topped fence, she ran down the main road and was picked up by a man in a pickup truck. And was taken to a nearby gas station where they called the police. Now, Matheny knew the police were on their way, so he took the woman's clothes and he opened the front gates and he was arrested at that time by the first officer who arrived. Um, He was taken and booked. The woman told the officers that he was going to kill her like he had the others. The cops took him back and forth between the pallet company where he had buried the other two women in seven shallow graves. And also they went to the bridge um, that he killed those first two women and the uh, other man at and uh, the river right there where, they, where he threw the bodies in. The only thing Metheny says he felt bad about was that he never got to kill his real target, at his, who was his ex-wife and her oh. man. Now, so, hopping back to the beginning. Let's go back to the beginning. I got some information. So, on December 19th, 1996, at 41 years old, he was charged with killing three women. He was said to pray on, I said that part, that he preyed on women with drugs and alcohol issues because of his crackhead wife. He was trying to find her at first, and then he just kind of, like, probably, they probably looked a lot like his wife, too. I'm, hmm. I'm, I'm just going to kind of, like, put that out there. I don't know. They might not have. They might have just been the drug addict part, and it just pissed him off. Um, he was first arrested for the slaying of a 26-year-old woman who authorities said he met at the Borderline Bar and Restaurant in Arbutus which is a Baltimore suburb, the decomposed body of the woman, whose name was Kimberly Spicer, 
was found under a trailer less than 10 feet from Methaney's own at the Joseph Stein and Son Pallet Company. He was also charged in the killing of Tony Ingracius, or Ingraciasa, who was a 28-year-old woman whose body was also was found whose body was found in 1994 near Interstate 95, a short distance from the same pallet company where he lived and worked. She had been stabbed and strangled. The third charge comes from a decapitated body of an unidentified woman. Um, police are also looking for the remains of a fourth victim after Metheny confessed to allegedly killing him, which is a guy. Um, he was being held... Metheny, who was being held without bail, was acquitted in July in the axe slayings of the two homeless men in August of, 19, of 95. A circuit court jury a jury concluded there was insufficient evidence to convict Metheny of killing the two men in a makeshift village called Tent City in South Baltimore. Now, I do have three victim names from like that they had on, on there. Um, Kimberly Spicer... Tony Lynn Iglesia and Ingracia and Catherine Magaziner. Um, it says, after spending time with his victims on what seemed to be casual, normal terms, Metheny felt compelled to strangle the women. He is currently serving a life sentence after his death penalty sentence in the murder of Catherine Magaziner was overturned in July on July 24th of 2000. In 2004, um, and a quote, confession, um, starts out with him talking about himself at the present time. He literally, like his confession, he literally says, and I quote, I am 48 years old, I weigh about 450 pounds, and it's not all fat. Oof. That's. That's some some cocky shit. He think he thinking he'd be like that. Four hundred and fifty. That that that's a yeah four fifty, and it's not all fat. He says. That big boy. He was convicted of two murders and one kidnapping. One kidnapping. Well, the one girl got away. He can't be. He didn't murder. He didn't uh, murder. Yeah, so they think of, like literally just a child napping. He made sure. I mean, they don't really have a term for like kidnapping adults, even though adult napping should be a thing. But I think it's like more like adults like to nap. I was so... just gonna say adult napping more sounds like you know, I need a break in the middle of my day. Like adult napping is really when I've adulted too hard all day and done so much stuff, and I'm just like, nope, I'm done. I'm just gonna go lay down. Which, by the way, is a real thing. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> like, you just get to the point where you're like, I'm, I can't anymore. I can't people. They're people too hard. Yeah. I don't know. I... <sighs> you would think that they could have gotten him on, like, attempted murder with her? Because, like, that was clearly where that was going. Maybe. I mean, they, maybe they didn't necessarily have enough evidence for it, so they went with what they could. I mean, I know they do that a lot. Like, yeah, it's quite obvious, like, that's where it was going. But without 100% proof that that's where it was going, like, it's really hard. You know, like, it's all circumstantial. So, like, maybe it was safer to say... The kidnapping charge. I mean, they would have probably charged him with the kidnapping and attempted murder. I mean, let me ask you this. How would you feel if you found out that, like, you ate somewhere and you were served something that you didn't intend to eat? Like, maybe they passed the meat off for a different type of meat or they actually did, unfortunately, feed you people. Too bad. You wouldn't... Too bad, so sad. I got fed the wrong thing. I'd as long as it doesn't appalled. taste weird. I, I, I would be, like, disgusted with myself, and I would feel, like, horrible about it. I, I can't... I mean, what about you, Kat? I mean... 
Okay, so this day and age with all of the diseases and like stuff going around, that shit would probably terrify me. I might be like uh, freaked out and appalled by it, but I mean, there are so many like cultures that are cannibalistic. And it's not such, like, a taboo frowned upon, like, we don't do that thing as it is here. And, I mean, call them uncivilized or whatever, but to be honest, they don't, those, those cultures don't have as much drama as we do here in America. Like, they would have just eaten Biden and Trump and been done with it at the end of the day if they didn't like them. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I'd be a little freaked at first because it's not something I'm used to, but, I mean, I I don't really like people very much, so, save the animals, eat the people? No, because people taste weird. I, I, I mean, let's look at Donna family, like, they, they had to, like, they, it, it was, like, the dark part, like they had to do it. Like it, it was a survival thing. But if it's not a survival situation, I'm out. Like, and I know there's some like cultures where it is an actual sign of respect to eat your loved ones because they believe that you absorb part of their soul. Like you carry their spirit with you. It's more of like a pres- preservation type thing because then they have a vessel that like they're always part of you. And I kind of get the thought behind that, but no thank you. Plus, the other thing, like, I'm sure certain things don't cook out. I mean... And, and too, many, too many people got too much stuff going on. Yeah, I, I mean, nowadays, like, yeah, no, I'd be terrified. Like, do STDs cook out? I don't know. Like, you, you know what I mean? Like, like, I've never seen a study or read any medical journals where they're like, at da-da-da temperature, gonorrhea dies. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't think anybody's tried to cook it out of themselves before. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I don't know what, like, temperature herpes dies. Right? Like, I mean, na- I mean, maybe if we went back several what years or so, like... I'm going to ask Google when I can't speak English. What temperature does herpes die? 56 degrees Celsius for 30 minutes. What about gonorrhea? What, I don't, I don't know what's 56 degrees Celsius in Fahrenheit, because I don't do Celsius. I it's like three times or two okay, times so, plus twelve. So something. to so to completely get rid of it, pretty much sixty degrees Celsius for ten hours. What? I'm confused. It's either times two or times three plus twelve. Sixty degrees Celsius and Fahrenheit. Hundred and forty degrees for ten hours will cure you. You'll be dead, pretty much. So, we could get a 350 for... I don't know, you were expecting me to do gonorrhea baking math? I have a hard enough time making cake. That's a box I mean, of I mean, I mean, that's going to be a nice slow roasted, like, pulled pork kind of deal there. Yeah, you have to cook it at... She's over here trying to make tenderloins, I'm trying to get rid of STDs. You have to cook it for 140 yeah. minutes for 10 hey. hours. Hey, at what temperature do genital crabs die? That's a legit problem right there. Yo, um, I, I ain't trying to have one. some like sea crab like a surf and turf okay, situation. Wait, if you're if you're, <laughs> if you're allergic to seafood, like I think it's a different kind of thing altogether. You but don't I'm not know. trying to have surf and turf, girl. Bitch, I ain't trying. Bitch. I ain't trying. No, because listen, we have a friend. Bitch. I'm not gonna name names. But let me tell you something. Apparently, <laughs> apparently she uses her heated seats a little too often and she got kind of a clam bake situation going on. So I'm telling you right now, if it already smells like fish and they crabs and they move it around, it, it, it becomes a surf and surf and nobody wants to dine there. I don't know what temperature that goes away at, but apparently heated seats is not hot enough. Just saying. Um, how hot is a heated seat? 
Not hot enough to unbake whatever brewed. I mean, damn. Like. Well, you'd have to sit there for a couple, like, like for like a day or two. I'm not trying to roast my ends and bits. I mean, the song is chestnuts roasted on an open fire. That has nothing to do with my on an open fire. There is no Christmas song about that. And if there was, I mean. Love, you don't have chestnuts. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's chestnuts roasted on an open fire. It has nothing to do with my area. There is no song that goes about that. Are you just going to get louder every single time you whistle? Yes. Start making songs out of your whistles. Uh-huh. Zippity-doo-dah, zippity-day. My, oh, my, what a wonderful day. As long as you are not cooking my eats and bits. I'm sorry it's not a thing. Like, I, I don't, I don't, I can't even imagine, like, it's a random Tuesday. I'm just going to broil my. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. Can't do it. Can't I mean, do it. So at least there's a possibility of cooking out the STD. So if the world does end and there is an apocalypse, at least we can figure out how to like. Okay, but have you ever gotten in a hot tub that was a little too warm? I mean, not yeah. really, because I think I've only ever been in a hot tub like once. Okay, well, like a bath that was too hot. No. Yes. Yes, you have. There's no way you haven't. There has to have been a time you got in a bath and you're like, oh, a little too warm, then run the cold water for a second. I like to. I like. I. I don't really like baths i don't like stewing in my own filth but i don't either but i'm sure at some point in your time you you like were like oh this is too hot Nah, i i I like i like my showers and stuff like that like i like it's weird i like a blistering shower but do not put me in a blistering bath i feel like i'm like one of them lobsters in a pie if my skin clickety click click if my skin is not melting off i am not sanitized i don't know what to tell y'all you let bell out before she tries to kill the door i wanted to kill the door it happens. But I, alright, super hot shower, I get. I just can't, can't do a super hot bath. And I'm sorry, but it, no. Just no. And I wonder if boiling people's like boiling chicken, because when you just boil chicken, that's bland as can be. Like, I would assume you gotta season that. Season the people. Yeah, but then, and like, we also had to talk the other night. Like, does your diet influence your taste as a person? No. Is it, like, a free-range chicken kind of thing? Like, because, you know, like, the cows that eat, like, cow feed versus the ones that, like, eat grass. I swear to God, I'm not crazy. Like, you two were both shaking your heads. But, like, oh, the cows really. that eat grass, they, they taste different than the ones that eat cow feed. And the chickens that eat, like, chicken stuff as opposed to, like, nastiness I mean, taste differently. And I don't think that's part of the stress level and stuff. But, like, if you were a stressed out person and you had a horrible diet, would you taste differently than, like, somebody that had a real healthy diet and did yoga all day? Because I'm just wondering. Judging by the fact that those things affect the taste of other bodily, like, functions. Yeah. Yes, I think it does kind of have an issue. Like, it would cause a weird flavor. Because you figure things like asparagus, like, that affects, like, your urine smell. And things like apple juice affect, like, fluid tastes. Right, like pineapples and, like, yeah. whatnot. So, I would think at some point it would get into, like, the rest of you. I think it does. Because, I mean, if the food you eat, can, if the food, like, cows and chickens and stuff eat can change the flavor of the meat and, like, give it different, like, tones and textures and, like, whatnot, then I would assume that it's the same for humans. We are, after all, mammals, and what? Cows are mammals. Pigs are mammals. I don't... Chickens aren't really mammals, but it still affects them, too, so I would assume that, yes, it would. Interesting. I I, I mean, I, I don't have any science to back that up myself, but it... it I'm it, glad you don't. I preach. <laughs> Well, none that I'd ever admit to, because I believe that that's jail time here in this lovely America of ours. I mean, I haven't met anybody that I would think would be safe enough to kill and eat anyway. They're all very like, ew. Thank you, love you too. <laughs> well, I, I, I like you too much to want to try and kill you and eat you, or I would have killed you already. I, I, I'm like mildly flattered and a little concerned that she's like thought this one through. I have, I have. Oh, you thought about killing me and eating me, thank you. Your Wait. death has to be epic. Oh. It really does. You have to, it has to be special. 
It's going to be unique. I'm not just going to die in a regular way. Like, it's going to be a series of events. Oh, yes. Like, I'm probably going to, like, trip over, like, a peacock. Mitch Strike. What? <laughs> you couldn't make any animal and you had to make the peacock. But it'll be mid strike, like mid plumage. Like not even fully plumed, just like mid plume. It's gonna make like a really weird like noise. And then I'm gonna hit like a skateboard. And the skateboard's gonna like crash into a lion cage, which is gonna cause me to like try and run. And I'm gonna like at that point get hit by a car, flip over three times, end up in a canyon, and sail across. What the kind tree of cartoon line. ass death do you? But want? listen, listen, I'm not gonna die from the canyon or the tree. No, I'm gonna die from starvation on top of the tree because my ass gonna figure out how to get down. Jesus Christ, you just wanna die in the most odd way you can think of, Kendall. No, think. but that tree's also gonna get hit by lightning. <laughs> three or four times, clearly while I'm up there. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not gonna kill me. It's just enough to like give me like radio signals in my teeth, so that like I'm also paranoid as I'm up there. Thinking the aliens are coming or something. <laughs> like HBO channels, but I'm only getting like the weird commercials or something. I can definitely see that. It's like that. It's like Skinamax, but like. <laughs> I just hear random that? moaning in my ears and stuff in my teeth every time I open my mouth. I'm like, am I moaning or is somebody else? <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Every once in a while, I hear. Did you order a pizza? Oh my god! I'm like, okay, yes, okay. I did. I'm okay, hungry. do you think? Do you think that eating a drug addict would cause you to get high from like the pockets of things like the have released? Know. I don't know. Hopefully, you're cleaning the drug addict before you're eating them. Yeah, but there's certain things you're not going to get out, and depending on the type of drugs, like intravenous use and stuff, like that's going everywhere. I don't know. I. So, like, if you eat somebody who's got, like, who had just gotten done around of antibiotics, do you think maybe you're, like... Okay, but look at this. Like, eating antibiotics. <laughs> the steroids that they were putting in the beef and everything, they were finding in the children. Yeah. So, I would think, like, similar things would transfer. Right. I mean, I can't... Okay, so wait. So, okay, I'm allergic to mold, which uh, makes me allergic to, like, the psyllins, the amoxicillin, yeah. the penicillin. Like, you are, too. So what happens Bella. if they happen to be like on one of those, and then we end up eating it? Like, I don't know if like the dosage would be high enough to cause a reaction, or maybe we just wouldn't feel great. I'm not really a hundred percent sure. There'd be a lot of puking. I think there would be regardless, because I don't think I could digest people. <laughs> I don't. But know. I wonder, like, I mean, if it's like just. Not the spirit of the person, but, like, if the person was, like, a stressed out person versus a very, like, calm person, if that affects, like, well, the it, tenderness. Because I know a stressed out, like, animal, if it dies, the meat is not as good as if it dies right. when it's, like, chill. Which, I mean, I think that, I think it does affect it. I really do. It's just, like, eating, you know, what they, what they eat versus, like, you know, everything. Because your body releases those chemicals, and those chemicals affect what happens to the muscles and all the other and like all the other stuff that goes on. So I would assume that it does. I mean, I know we were talking about tattoos. You right. came up with the um, Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, he wouldn't eat the people with tattoos. He said the tattoos made the meat taste bad. But is it just that locational meat, or in general, like? That's a good question. Everywhere. I'm like, how far outside of the tattoo does that taste radiate? Like, if it's something with a lot of heavy inks and pigmentations, are we talking a few inches? Or, like... I mean, I would assume my whole entire upper chest and upper arms would be out of the question. That's, like, a good waste of, like... It's a good chunk of person to waste. I'm just saying, like, I, I wonder how far it permeates. It's a question. I mean, yeah. Or is it really only skin deep? <laughs> I mean, I don't know if he ate the skin too. Like, so obviously, it had to be into the meat because he ate the meat. I don't really know. I mean, it could also be that maybe they tasted funny because he just didn't know how to cook. And that's a possibility. Or I mean, maybe there's something to that skin deep thing. Like, beauty's only skin deep? Yeah. Maybe, like... Or, I mean, it could also be, like, maybe they, the people that he that he tried to eat with tattoos were some of the earliest people that he tried to eat, and he just 
his body didn't tolerate it, and they didn't take, like, his body wasn't used to the taste, and he didn't like the taste. And you know, like, you eat... Or maybe he only tried it on one person, but that particular person might have had other things going on. Right. And he associated, associated it. it with... Because... Which, I mean, that's kind of like, if you ever, like, eaten a food and then gotten sick right after, and it wasn't so much that food... But it, you were sick anyway, most likely, because everybody else was fine that ate the same meal. But, like, for whatever reason, your mind, you can't eat that food anymore. Like, for me, I cannot do screwdrivers anymore. Um, I cannot do Bloody Marys anymore. Um, I'm not a huge fan of, um, like, red Gatorade. I can't do that. All because these are things that I have... Unfortunately, really, it's under very stressful circumstances. Um, also, crudite platters. You will not see me go near one of those. No way, no how. I'm sorry, but mm, 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 not happening. That's the veggies, right? Yeah. I mean, if I prepared it, then yeah. But if other people prepare that shit, or depending on when I got to the party, how long, like, I can, you could usually tell because of how long the, like, because usually they put, like, what, a salad dressing of some kind, like, yeah. ranch dressing or something in there. You can usually tell how long it's been sitting there by, like, the fact, the edges of the stuff. So, like, it's starting to turn brown or starting to get, like, a film. Well, here's the thing. I had a so, crudite like, platter with screwdrivers and Bloody Marys one time and ended up getting very, very, very sick. And oh. it, all together, these are three things that I cannot. Okay. Also, when I was younger, I had really bad food poisoning or stomach bug or something. And my aunt was, like, force-feeding me red Gatorade. Oh, Jesus. And I lost so much red Gatorade that I cannot stand the taste of red Gatorade anymore. Come. And I used to love it. I used to think red Gatorade was, like, the awesomest thing ever, but I can't anymore. There used to be a Gatorade that was, like, this really, really, really pretty pale green, like, when we were, like, 15, 16 years old. And they sold it at the one store here, and it was really, really, really fucking good. But then they stopped selling it. Do you remember the Element drinks? Oh my god, I miss those. Like Rain and all those? Oh my god, they were so I good. I love those. Rain and Fire. drinks. You just me a can. I can score you a can. But yeah, they were like Rain. Um, you said Fire. Yeah, it was like Rain, Rain, Fire, and then they did, they, they got into like the the planets too didn't they like jupiter and yeah like something like that but Saturn. i think there was originally like four elements it was like yeah it was um rain fire wind or something yeah and like energy like lightning yeah. or energy or something like that which would technically would be a fifth element not actually but four. they were like very like sweet they were like four slurry, but not overpowering yeah and like Kind it of was like a like, light flavored water, but not. It was. Super they were like it was like juice, like juice, but not like the the what the electricity one or like the electric one. It was like bright fucking yellow. They were so amazing. Kind of like like um. Not surge. <laughs> sunny day. Yeah. But like more yellow. Awesome. But it was really freaking good. See, as a kid, I like sunny day. As an adult, I don't like it now. Yeah, it's different though. Like it's not the same as it was. Now, I wonder if I could tolerate some of the things that I liked back then. Like, I wonder if I was able to drink the Element drinks now as an adult, how I feel about them. But I also have to wonder, like... If my thing is, would they keep the same recipes as they were? Or would they try to put a new age spin on it like they have every freaking thing else, like the Sunny D, which is why we don't like it anymore? I don't know. I still haven't found Dunkaroos yet. But, like, there I, I, are some I, things as a kid that, like, again, I got sick off of. I got you. And, like, I'm not okay with. Like, um. Oh, what the hell was it? Surge. Throw up Surge once. Will not eat. Will Whoa. not drink Surge again. And, by the way, it wasn't great the way down. Was not great on the way back. <laughs> I wouldn't imagine. That was such a harsh drink. That stuff was just, like, straight sugared caffeine, like heroin. I would imagine that people, I mean, and this is just going to go with America. I'm going to go with American people. I'm going to imagine that they taste horrible. Probably, because their diets are for shit. I mean, think of it. Sodas, processed foods, fast food diets, like, fatty foods, like, all that. Like, I mean, I'm I'm sure the pastas and everything else are all going to play a major role into it. 
As opposed to if you go to like some of like the more med- like Mediterranean places, where there are so many fresh vegetables and right. fruits and well, everything well, and in, just spices and here here seasonings. in our lovely lovely country country of America, a salad is like 10, 15 bucks or whatever, and a burger is like three dollars. Or you get one like tiny burger off the dollar menu, like legit, or like yeah. fried chicken nuggets that are like piece together chicken like barely fucking actual like not made out of chicken breast or anything you can get that shit off the dollar menu and like french fries and all that but like vegetables are like so expensive that it's well not yeah even because funny. if you want a small fruit salad and i mean like a micro fruit salad you're talking you know still four or five bucks for a tiny tiny one right how does it go from cannibalism we're associating the taste of people's meat to the food they eat. And then I also mentioned with Dahmer and stuff, maybe it could have been she can't get up that no particular way. Not a perfectly fine. Yeah, but there's nowhere for a fucking light, asshole. She lays on top of you. Yeah, she does. She always lays on top of me. Hi, baby. But maybe it wasn't so much the tattoo. Maybe he was already getting sick or maybe it was something else that, like... Right, because when you get sick, things, the things that you like don't always taste the same. They, they get bland or they get gross sometimes. Yeah. I mean, I remember one time when I was little, I was trying to explain to my grandmother, and I've always loved ham and potatoes and stuff. I couldn't eat it, and she wasn't understanding. She's like, you like ham, you're going to stay here and eat, you know, blah, blah, blah. And she thought, I guess, that I wanted to like a little kid and one junk food. I was trying to tell her, no, I don't want to eat at all. And I couldn't explain it because I didn't know, like, the words for it. And she, like, basically forced me to eat the ham. And not 30 seconds later, I'm running full speed to the bathroom and getting sick. And my grandfather was like, oh, that's why she didn't want to eat the ham. She only wanted to eat the potatoes. Well, I didn't realize at the time I wanted the starch. Like, I was okay with the starch. It was not harsh on my stomach. It was the salt and the wetness to the ham that I just couldn't tolerate. But I was already sick. Like, I knew I was already sick. My stomach was already off. So that had nothing to do at all with what I ate. But for a long time, I associated with what I ate. Can I have the ashtray, please? Like, I legitimately associated it with... Right. I mean, and a lot of people will have a tendency to do that when they've had a traumatic experience, like projectile vomiting and a certain type of food. Mm-hmm. Like, Noah's dad, when he first moved up here, there's a local, we have like a local like township picnic, and they hired caterers. Well, we got there, we, like, we had some food and whatever, and they had burgers that were still sitting out, like burgers and hot dogs and stuff that were still sitting out. Well, me being me, I've got my food safe license. Like, I, I'm i very, 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 and you can ask Amber Picky about my foods, what they look like, where they come from. Like, I will not eat at a buffet. Screw you, okay? I don't even care how, like, good you say you are with, like, changing that shit out every two hours to fuck yourself. But he decided, even though I told him not to do it, that he was still hungry, and he went up and grabbed another burger and ate another burger. This burger had been sitting out for hours. Oh. Can I tell you, he, that night, he was throwing up, like, I, he, he asked for a bottle of ice water, because he was throwing everything else up. I bring him the bottle of ice water. He threw the ice water back up. It was still ice water. Oh. It was still fucking cold. That's talent. Seriously. I I mean, I've only had, like, definite, definite food poisoning. I think, like, twice. And I know the one time was after I ate at a picnic. But I was late to the picnic, and there was, like, coleslaw and potato salad and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I made a plate, I ate the plate, I lost the plate. I was sick for like three days, couldn't keep anything down. Yeah, eating a plate would make you sick. Ha ha. No, but I could not keep anything at all in my stomach, and it was extremely, extremely painful. 
But I also now no longer will eat anything with mayo in it. Like, I, if I didn't make it myself, even if I've seen you make it, like, if it has mayo in it, I'm probably not going to go for it. Just because it's one of those things that spoils so easily, I don't know if you properly care for it or oh, took care of it. I, I just can't. I hate working with mayo. I hate it. I like it on certain things, but I am not a huge fan of mayo because of what's in it and how quickly it spoils. But people leave it out for hours at picnics and stuff, and I'm just like, no, oh my God, no, God, it's no. so horrible, and that weird smell it gets, and then it turns like... It starts to turn that weird brown around the edges because of the egg yolk in it. Oh, man, it's gross. I can't. Nope. I can't. Those, mm-hmm. like, deviled eggs. Like, some people will let them sit there for hours and still go for them. Nope. If you're deviled eggs, if, if okay. <laughs> if you're deviled eggs, because people love deviled eggs. Like, I don't mind this house. We banged out some deviled eggs. Yeah, we are. If, if your deviled eggs are still sitting there untouched for hours... You need a new recipe, and you need to rethink how you're making deviled eggs. I'm so For sorry. For real, deviled eggs hit the table here, and they're gone. And that's in, like, every family function I've ever gone to with any of my family members. Mine, like, too. They're gone quick. So if you've got deviled eggs, and they've been sitting there for hours, and But some people even put them in stuff like antipasta and stuff, where they'll, like, they'll leave it out for a long time. Sweetheart, you have meats and everything else in there, too. But you can't can't. leave those meats and cheeses out, neither. But they will, and people will for hours. And no, I'm sorry you're trying to kill somebody. And then people still walk past and pick at them. Like, that's why I don't... Like, that's why I'm real weird about what I eat, when I eat it, how I eat it. Because I I know what food poisoning does. I've seen it. I've learned about it. I've read about it. I've had it. It is... I mean, girl, if you ever need to lose Mm. a quick, like, couple pounds, I highly recommend it. But you will. I mean, it is. It is it's bad. It is. There's. You literally have like a three second contemplation which end is gonna hit the toilet, and and it, it just it, it, grab a bucket, girl. It, it's it's both ends. It's nonstop. You're sleeping in the bathroom. You are committed to dying, and there's part of time where you would be praying so hard to the porcelain guys that you hope to God it happens, because you are just you're exhausted. Yep. It takes everything out of you, and you think you're going to die. And just just when you are, like, completely satisfied, and you're like, I made my amend for God, you start feeling a little bit better, and somebody will offer you food, and you're like, oh, no, never again. No, 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 everything, I'm good. I, I lost things from, like, second grade. We're good. Yeah. And they're like, just try crackers, and you're like, I, I literally don't want anything to go in, because I'm afraid at the force that it'll reply, like, return with. Like, like if you, like, look, you even look in the direction of the kitchen, and your stomach goes tight. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. Yeah, nope, can't do it, man. Yeah, I'd probably have food poisoning, I'd finally start feeling better, and I'd go right back to the kitchen and get food poisoning again somehow. Well, you wouldn't get food poisoning <laughs> again, you would just start projectile vomiting if you were not prepared to eat your stomach was not ready for it like it's bad like it's bad bad yeah no you purge everything so like i have to wonder if maybe he was already sick or something like that and maybe like he associates it like i associate the gatorade the surge and like you know the crudity platter i associate all those things with getting sick i I could be wrong i i could be completely wrong i mean i would say i don't know I, I I would say it's going to be different for every person because our body chemistry makes up a lot of what chemicals are released into our bodies. And it's different from what it is in animals. So I don't know how much different, but it's different. So I don't know. I mean, you could have somebody like me. And I mean, if you've seen me, I'm always very hyper. I'm bipolar. I'm bipolar. Like, I, I'm very, I'm more manic than I am depressed. So, a lot of the times I'm releasing those, like, insane adrenaline-type, like, chemicals into me, and I'm going fucking batshit crazy, staying up for weeks on end, (laughs) like, no sleep, like, getting paranoid as hell, like, I don't know. I mean, the way I've kind of heard it is sad animals taste, like, bitter. Hmm. Like, I don't know. So, I'm a, I guess, I think it would be the same with people. I don't know. I mean, I can't say that, you know, mammals would be, I mean, 
we're mammals. So why how why would we taste much different than other mammals? No, follow my thought process on this one, okay? I know I can't have dairy. Like, not, like, let me reword that. You're lactose intolerant. I, I am, but if it's cold, it's worse. Okay. So, like, I, I can tolerate, like, if you ever notice if you hand me a milkshake, it's fine. I let it sit for a little bit until it's a little bit warmer. Yeah. Because if it's super cold, it hurts more. Okay. So, in elementary school, they used to keep the milk... In the same, like, refrigerating unit as they did the ice cream. Like, it was just right next to it. So, if you got one of the milks towards the back, which was closer to the ice cream, they but were super, super chilled. My, my fridge does that. You put something in the back of it, and it turns it into ice. So, on Fridays, mm-hmm. my grandmother used to have me buy lunch at school. And she used to think I used to come home every Friday sick because I, like, wanted to go shopping with them. No. Legitimately, like, and I tried to explain this, like, my stomach hurt. And it was always right after lunch period. Mm-hmm. And she thought maybe there was a class I didn't like or a teacher or something. No, like, nobody would understand it. It wasn't until I got a little older, we, like, started talking about allergy testing and everything else, that we realized that, like, it was the dairy. It was the super cold milk that was upsetting my stomach every day because we used to have that, and then we used to go outside to run around and play. Yeah. So, it was the super cold and going outside, running around, cramping, pain. I'm laying on the freaking field at lunchtime, like, whenever all the kids are running around, I'm laying down going, I'm going to die. It's the big one. Because <laughs> my stomach literally couldn't process the dairy. So, I'm wondering if people like that, like, can you not pair me with foods? Like, would you know? Like, would my meat not pair well with it? I don't know. It's a good question. I don't know if that was an odd question. Like, if you were going to be able to follow my train of thought there. Like, would I not be the kind of meat that you pair with the cheese? Because it doesn't well, go well with it. I mean, you could, I mean, I guess it would depend on the type of dairy. Because, I mean, I wouldn't pair eating a steak with, like, milk. Yeah. But you do put burgers with cheese. Good point. So, I mean, Okay, I don't but, like, you don't do well with seafood. Well, no, don't kill so me. could somebody put you in a stir-fry, or would you taste funky in a stir-fry with seafood? Well, I mean, if what our, our top, the, 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 the man that was the topic of our podcast, if what he said about people is true, that we taste a lot like pork, I mean... I was. But say. I'm wondering if you react on almost like a molecular level, like you know what I mean, like not like how far deep does an allergy go? I mean, I wouldn't put probably wouldn't go with. I probably wouldn't go with. Like, That's your cells. A seafood, like surf and turf, probably would not be the best way to serve me. But I mean, if people taste a lot more like pork, I'm probably gonna go with like I'd make a good breakfast. Or, you know, like a breakfast meat, or even, you know, probably do like a, if we're going to go like oriental with the whole like stir fry thing, probably like a pork fried rice situation. But like they'll do like pork and like, um, like shrimp and stuff like that. Since I do not have the allergy to it, like would I taste better with pork than you do? Like do you understand like, or I with, do. With, I um, shrimp, I not pork. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess we'd have to take like an experimentation with that and find some things that like cows are allergic to or pigs or chickens are allergic to and kind of experiment with that. Are animals allergic to things? Yes. Foods like that? I don't know. Yeah, some are more sensitive to things, but I'm good luck finding out and then being able to give them the epinephrine and everything. Like, that's just a whole mess. Well, I mean, if it happens and they... I don't really want to kill the animals, though. Even to eat them. Yeah, see, we, we, we got a conundrum here. Yeah. I don't think our question will ever be able to be answered. I don't want to kill the animal. That I don't just like that. Think about that for a second. What? what okay, this kind of comes back to, like, you yesterday with, I'm too fat to do that, but if you give me fast food first, I'll be okay with it. I wasn't lying. If you give me fast, first, fast food, I'm better with a time with it. 
No, no, what I said was I really don't want to kill the animals, not even to eat them. Mm. I thought you said something completely different. No. Uh, I took it different too. Or we might have misunderstood or maybe it came out different. I don't know. But regardless, you know, I, I'm not really sure how this would all work. But we're right up against our hour mark, you guys. So, I mean, thoughts? Anybody know? We didn't do our question. Uh, we were just going to go to that. But, um, yeah, no, let me know if you guys, like... Yeah, I gotta pull that out. crazy about this whole thing, or oh, if you guys think that. it makes sense. We um, want to hear from you! God damn it! I mean, let me ask you guys this, like, even. How would you feel if somebody served people Join the Instagram, you? and then from there you have the Discord code you can join. Join the Discord and ask us questions. These two will sit and answer you for hours. Yes, I also really, really want to know. How would you feel if you found out somebody served you people? Would you be okay morally? How would you handle it? Would you kill the person afterwards? I mean, that kind of seems a little pointless. Would you be angry? Would you apologize? Would you feel like you have to write an apology to that person's family that you ate and be like, look, I'm really sorry. Like, I unknowingly ate your son or daughter. Would you want to know who you ate? Mm, yes. Or would you just, like, be that distraught or the fact that it was a person in general? I'm not sure I'd want to know who the person was. I think that would haunt me. I don't know. I think I'd be curious. I don't know if I'd want to know. I'm just weird enough to be curious. I don't know. Sure. All right, Kat, go ahead, fire a question. All right, so our question from last week. Do you believe your dreams could be premonitions? What is your opinion on dreams? I 1,000% believe that some dreams are omens and premonitions. I've had dreams that have come true. So, I, and to me, I believe a lot of them can be premonitions, although sometimes I think my ADD just runs a little buck wild and... Didn't we? It is Amber, what didn't it is. Did we talk about this when you took me and Chloe out yesterday? Probably. We, did. we absolutely did. Well, yeah, no, I, I believe dreams can a thousand percent be premonitions. What about you, Noah? Yeah, completely, because it's... Well, first, what's a premonition, just before I actually say for sure? A premonition is, like, a pre-indicator of the future, like, you pre-see it. Then, yes, completely, because I've... Literally, that's happened to me before multiple times, where I never dream about it, a few days later, it would happen. Yeah. Cat? Um, absolutely. I've had, I've had some things like that happen to me. I definitely believe that it could be a possibility. I also believe that even if our dreams aren't premonitions, that they have meaning and they tell us things, um, maybe about ourselves, about our situation. They might help us through the situation. Um... They have underlying meaning, maybe a lesson that we're supposed to be learning that we're not catching on to in the awake realm. So, I mean, yeah, I really do think that, yeah, they're, they're huge. I mean, I'm also the kind of person that believes that if I see something repetitively, it's a sign. Like, I seen a crane the other day, three times, fly over work. And I'm not sure what a crane in flight means, but I definitely took note of it. And I've been looking for cranes other places. I haven't seen any. I don't know if it's supposed to mean something or we're supposed to pay attention to something, but... You feel like you're going to fall for, like, a bridge or something. Because you're deaf. No, like, a flying bird crane. Not yeah, like no, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, like, since it's flying, you're going to... Well, I guess I could say you're going to, like, one day fall out of a plane or something. Or, like, your plane's going to crash. No, I don't, don't say that. I ain't getting on a plane, then. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure, because I don't know much about, like, the art of, like, dream divination and deciphering what the meanings of our dreams are and stuff like that. Like, I would like to get into it, but I, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Like, I, I can't tell you. So, I have no idea. Um... Yeah. That's that's not uh, something that's in Cat's wheelhouse. Sorry. Hmm. I mean, we know Cat knows like a lot of weird psychological things, but that's that's not that's not one of the topics that I am going to say that I'm confident in. 
Well, we'll have to look into certain things, I guess. So what will be our next question, Miss Cat? Okay, so this is the first one I found. Oh no, never mind. I think I already wrote. We think we already did that one. Do do do. Sorry, I gotta find my questions. They kind of like hid from me. Okay. So. Since we're just getting off of all of our spooky, haunted, like, creepy places, like, mm. creepy things, like, we just did all that. But can I say, it's a little interesting that we're starting the month of eating and the actual, like, holiday months of feeding with a cannibalism. Like, I just kind of find that a little interesting because November's when we start, like... Well, technically, we were supposed to start it with a cult, but... When given the option of the three that I had researched, you guys picked this one, so... I just found it a little interesting now that I'm thinking about it, like, November is supposed to start, like, the feasting season, I guess, or the, like, you know, before winter solstice and everything. I, I just find it very interesting that we started with cannibalism. I think it's pretty funny. Womp womp. Yeah. Okay. So, if you had to spend a day and a night, like, 24 hours straight... A week or a month in one of the in a place like a haunted house a cemetery a haunted asylum a haunted prison a haunted forest um you know stuff like that which one of those would you choose and would you do it for free for, to, to just say you did it or would there need to be some type of prize and what would that prize have to be to make you stay the entire time, even if there were, like, haunted, scary shit going on, like, real hardcore going down? Does it matter? Don't answer it now! I'm not. I'm just saying, does it matter? Oh, does Wait, it matter? Does, what do you mean? Does what know. matter? I don't know. I'm just saying, does it matter? Oh. You mean the location or the fact that it's haunted? Everything. It has to be yes. haunted. It has to have haunt. It has to have hauntings and activity going on while you're there. Do you have any way to reach the outside world? Or are you completely cell phone like peopleless? Like you are self like you're alone. Do you get all your electronics taken away before you go in? Literally, it's you. You okay? We can say like, do you bring a friend, or do you go alone? That could be an option. Both. I'll go with a friend, man. Because if I'm seeing some Wait. trippy stuff, I want, I, I definitely want. Amber, don't, answer, not, don't actually answer the you're question. You're not supposed yet. to be answering it yet. That's why I said both. Uh, hold on. You people let me finish. No. However, I can also see if there's a prize where you might want to have to put the stipulation there that if you go with a friend, you have to split the prize. So would you give up half of possibly a fortune? I do both of everything is what I'm going to say for that right now. So I, I think that needs to be a stipulation there because if you're going with somebody else, they should get half the prize. Well, yeah, that would obviously be that. Yeah. Or so what would that prize have to be that you'd be willing to accept only half of to bring somebody with you? Probably just money. Well, it's up to the person. So no, we'll like, say ten thousand dollars. I mean, if you do. But to some people, that's not enough. I mean, if it's only $10,000, they would be like, well, how long do I have to stay to get the money? Do I, you know, can I get the $10,000 if I only stay, like, the 24 hours or, like... Yeah, it's the 24 hours. How long do, you know, how much would I get if I stayed the whole month? Yeah, like, how often does the is price it, renew? Like, what would it have right. to be? Like, is it going to be $10,000 a day or is it just $10,000 in general? $10,000 for one day or whatever. Months. So, what would it take for you to stay a week, a day, a month, maybe even a year, in an actively, terrifyingly haunted place, and which one of those places would you choose? One last question to this one, Kat. Do these things actually cause you harm, or is it more of a mental torment? Like, mental is there a physical element to it? Yeah, we don't want ever anyone okay. traumatized. Well... I guess that would depend. Like, if, okay, so let's get answers on both scenarios. If it was just that mental scare, like, jump scares, like, nothing touched you or physically harmed you, and versus if it did. 
Like I want to know both. Okay. Both ways. Like what would what would it cost? What would it what would it be? What, what can you endure for which price? And would you split a price with somebody else just to have the companionship? That's the question, you guys. Both. Oh, don't answer, Noah. Both. All right, you guys. Take care. We're locking the gates up tonight. We will see. Join the, in the get, get on the Instagram yes. and join the Discord. Join the Discord. The Discord code thingy It has been in the last, like, what, three or four? Five. I'm or sorry. five podcast descriptions join the instagram because it's on the instagram too at 13 what do we have a tiktok account yet no we don't have a tiktok account we should make one Uh, if they join the instagram and or the discord and enough people join we might make a we might do a facebook and we might do a tiktok all right, you guys, happy eating. Be careful what you put in your mouths, please. And Make sure pre- it's human. No, please don't. <laughs> Food prep. Look at your ingredient list. <laughs> then take care, you guys, as always. We're locked right. up. Bye. 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 Bye.